You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 257. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Happy Creative Thursday. Let's talk about creativity today. Let's talk about creativity, the foundation of our art business. Also, if you're an artist, I'm sure you relate the foundation to just peace and joy and groundedness for me personally. I hope for you too. It's why I wanted to build a business around work that I love. And yes, that line does get blurry sometimes because we don't always consider work to be something we love, right? It feels like something maybe we have to do instead of something that we would just do freely. And so when you take your passion and you attach it to something that you feel like you have to do, which are There are a lot of ideas and stories that we have around work that the more I dig into my own beliefs and stories I hold about many topics, the more I realize, hmm, do I really want to continue this myth, if you will, around what work has to look like? But we will talk about that in a future episode because there's a lot to... I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say unpack. (laughs) There's a lot to explore. There's a lot to explore there as to what does work really mean? Where we can start with is if you, like me, chose to make creativity your work and you are passionate about creativity, how do you stay intentional about making time for that creativity when your business grows? And I just want to give a special shout out to Molly, one of our expansive artist members, who often takes the time to send me a little note back to my emails. Thank you, Molly. That's really kind of you. And she was writing to me in response to really a rather spontaneous email I sent over Halloween just this week. So this podcast is hot off the presses. And I was sharing how much joy I had this past weekend dedicating my time to creativity. Let's be honest, for most of the past year, or two, but especially this past year, you know, I I paused my art business. I really did. I basically grew an entirely new business in its place, which is super cool. And I'm really proud of that. But I really miss my art. And so where I was starting to say, let's be honest, my weekends have been filled with work and they have been filled with administrative building systems, 
preparing for launches, taking care of my community, building a new course, Artful Selling, that I created this year. They have been filled with so much of the mentoring side of my business and also just the business growing side of my business that there's been no time or so I've told myself. I I just didn't create the time for my art. The other honest truth about that is that I've also felt intimidated by my own evolution. Like, what if I can't create something different that's as good or as popular? What is it that I want to create in my art? What if I discover I'm really not that good at art? (laughs) Yes, even though I've been making art professionally for over 14 years, these thoughts still creep into my mind because I too see amazing brilliance on Instagram, like things that are so mind-blowing to me that artists create that I just think, oh, here I am, (laughs) me, an imposter over here. But we know that's not true because when I'm able to create within my characters, a quick, a quick sidebar on my characters, what I'm able to create with them is so uniquely me, nobody else, nobody else gets that, nobody else has that. And taking this pause away from them has made me appreciate the gift I have in creating them in a way that I hadn't for a while. I sort of took it for granted. And so the pause has been good. The building of the business has been good. But the realization I had when I chose to focus on creativity exclusively this weekend is how much I need it. And I am absolutely aware that I'm very much a hypocrite in this area at the moment because I talk about this all the time. I know this intellectually. We all do, which still surprises me why we have lessened art in schools. But that would be another conversation. I always have to go back. I should tell I should tell James to as he's editing these to just make note of how many times I say a conversation for another day because when I'm stumped on what I want to share with you on the podcast, probably just revisit those conversations. So a conversation on another day as to why we have suppressed art education in school or art time in general, because we know it's good for us. Most kids are having a really good time when they're making art. They just are. And it's still true for me today. And if I know this, why on earth am I not making time for it? Well, there's a few things that I'm learning right now, and I I definitely will share more as I come to understand more. As I've shared with you, I'm in a particular coaching program, and what I'm learning is answering a lot of questions that I've had for honestly many years. And some of this information, the science of the brain, it's not new I also sort of want to shout into the void, hey, thanks a lot for no one talking about this ever, because it's just so valuable to know in terms of how we work as a physical 
body, brain, our mind, body connection, we default to old habits and patterns because the reptilian part of our brain wants to keep us safe. And it keeps us safe by doing what's familiar. So we can give lip service to what we want to do all day long. And it's not until we become, as in Molly's message to me, you know, very intentional. She was writing to me and said, thanks for sharing that even in your art business, you have to be intentional to ensure you're making time to create the stuff that is of your business. Art is the reason we have a business and not just all of the business stuff. And this is something that I remind the expansive artists of often because I know what it's like to lose it in favor of the business. And I also know what it's like, though, to make excuses and not take care of the business side. Many times we don't always feel like doing certain parts of the business. We don't. Many times we don't always uh, feel like making art sometimes, right? When it's your business, sometimes you're also being asked to call upon your creative muse when maybe you're not feeling it. There are many different sides to this particular idea around making an intention, making a, setting a clear intention, well, being intentional about prioritizing your creativity or, or, you know, setting a clear intention that you're going to prioritize your creativity. It takes more than lip service. It starts there. It starts with the awareness, but to truly take action, I just want to share three takeaways with you today around being intentional to have that time to be creative, especially if you are a business around your creativity, an artist in business. So one, as I just shared, is having the awareness and that can start right now. You can listen to this podcast and you can say, I totally get it, Marisa. I feel this way often and I'm going to make the decision to be more intentional about making time for my creativity. That's where it starts. This is the second most important part is upping that commitment to your intention. So one starts with intention, two starts with your commitment. How committed are you really to your creativity, your creative practice, your art practice? How committed are you? Because it's similar to a workout practice, which I also, I think I just have issues around the word work, work, work in general, right? It always sounds hard to me. I'm not a fan, not a fan of that. Work out also sounds hard. We have lots of associations around this word work that really mess up the fun, creative part of all of this. I, if I didn't mention, I now really embrace work and consider it part of my creative practice, just a different form of it. But what we're talking about today is what I would call like your pure creative expression. And so similar to working out, 
Everyone rolls around to the first of the year. They're going to get in the best shape of their life and it lasts a little bit. And part of this is that their commitment may not be as high as they think it is. It may not be as important of value as they want it to be. So determining your level of commitment also has to do with your determination, well, your clarity around your values. What are your top values? So now you're probably saying, Marisa, Aren't you just giving us a couple tips about being more creative? To which I say, yeah, but nothing comes without depth, okay? Small talk is just gone. It's gone. I can't speak to practical approaches with knowing what I now know without addressing the layers that are attached to these practical approaches because I'm I'm bored And I'm tired of a world where everybody's trying to do something, but then continually falls back into old patterns. And I would say it seems like 95% of people don't understand why. And if you don't understand why, then how can you begin to make those shifts in the direction that you say you want? Sometimes we're saying things because we've been told that's what looks best. That's what society would say. That's, you know... I don't know. We think we, we don't always know why we want what we want, which is also, I don't mean to like laugh in a mocking way, but it is kind of funny when you think about it. Like, why do you want what you want? And do you even allow yourself to ask questions around that? So let's say you are really committed to getting in the best shape of your life. Well, that's a determination you're going to make. That's a, a, you're going to determine those values. You're going to get clarity on value and health and fitness is going to be one of your top values. And for me through the pandemic, it became one of my top values. I got increasingly, or I've become increasingly aware of the fact that I would love the possibility of a long and beautiful life. I'm grateful to be here as long as I have been, and I would love to keep going. And I know that's not going to happen unless I take care of myself. Nothing gets to happen unless I take care of my health, both physically and mentally. And that includes my art. So it's really, to me now, a cornerstone of my well-being. Thankfully, I started to get in that habit over 20 years ago with a yoga practice. However, I've never been someone that was a multi-day a week. I was like a once a week, maybe a couple times a week. But since the virtual opportunities have exploded in terms of classes I can take from home, I am now a five times a week taking a virtual class in either yoga or dance. And I now don't want to be without it. Like it's become such an important part of my routine, my habits, which we're going to be talking about next, that I I don't I don't want to miss it. Basically, that same approach has to be how your creativity is for you. And hopefully your health as well. I personally feel like we all owe it to ourselves to make health our foundation, one of our foundational set points. And, 
you know, one of the ways I do that is by having fun. I'm not going to a gym. To me, that's not fun. I know for other people, it probably is. So finding your fun, right? Surfing, horseback riding. I used to play tennis and now I've turned it into ballet and yoga and that's fun for me. It's still challenging. I still have moments where I'm like, I don't want to do this. My body's not in the mood, but I keep doing it anyway. And I think about it with my creative practice and how it used to come easier to me because my income was so tied on that creative practice. And now I've built myself and my business into a place where it's not as dependent. So what's my new motivator? Well, my new motivator in general is that I want to live the fullest life I can while I am here and that I truly love the practice of art. And stepping away has allowed me to deepen that connection to my art, deepen the appreciation to my art. And as I said, to the characters that have just come through me and I just, you know, the difference I feel of even taking an art class or listening to other artists talk about their practice, it's profound. I was so in it before and in it from a perspective of survival that I also missed some of the subtle nuances of just how beautiful this practice can be, even the in-between times where you don't always know where it's going. So I put a very condensed version of this into the last couple of emails I've sent with with daily paintings. I've made some daily art almost every day this week. And I proclaimed that it must be a part of my practice. I've told my team members that I will be treating the first part of my day as the creative part and be making that my priority. And We'll take it one day at a time because the third step, so just to recap, you want to set this intention that it will be a priority for you. Wherever you are, whatever you can create around this priority, however you can squeeze it into your life, it must be squeezed in. That brings us to number two, which is your commitment. It really doesn't matter what season of life you are in. If you really want something, you're going to make time for it. You just are. And if you aren't, maybe you don't want it as much as you think you do. And or maybe you're just afraid of what it would mean if you did commit to this. And I have to leave. I have to leave that topic there as well. But just get really honest with yourself. And you also have the right to say, you know what, in this season, I'm not going to make it a priority. So make that decision either way, because straddling between the two of like, I know I want it to be a priority. Yes, I'm going to make it a priority. Oh no, another year but went by and I didn't do it. That's just being mean to yourself. And, and let's not, we don't, we don't need that on top of life in general. Just be gentle with yourself. So give yourself grace, but be honest. Just say, it's not that important to me right now enough to find the time to do it because we certainly find it the time for lots of things that we also say we don't want to do. So get really, take a moment and have that conversation with yourself. And number three is once you're committed to it, you will make it a habit. And this is a conversation I definitely want to continue 
I've never approached habits. In fact, I just kind of pooped on them. <laughs> literally, not literally, not literally. In my planner conversation where I said I don't like habit trackers included in a planner. And I still don't like a habit tracker included in a planner because I think that should be separate. And I do intend to actually create my own version of this and to start using one for the first time. And if you don't know what a habit tracker is, it's basically a way you can do it digitally on paper. You know, one of the most recognized ones, I believe it's just a row of boxes where you're making an X every day that you are sticking with that habit and putting this somewhere visually where you can see it. So, you know, yes, I did. I, I did my habit today. And one of the more famous people who's spoken about this approach is Jerry Seinfeld and how he writes comedy every day and has for years and uses a habit tracker. If I understand him correctly, he uses one and marks it off with a red pen every time he's writing comedy. And this is dedication, friends. This is commitment. That's commitment. That is showing up when you have kids. That's showing up as you grow older in life. That's showing up when you have a career, when you don't have a career. It's everything. It's, you know, you're showing up for yourself and you're demonstrating that level of commitment. When you really start to talk to people who have succeeded in very, you know, well-known ways, you come to recognize, oh, they really did a lot of work to get here. We sort of just assume that things fell into place and they just kind of stumbled their way there. Nine times out of 10, not even remotely close. The work that most people do to get to where they are by choice. And yes, they can enjoy themselves, you know, enjoy that work on, on the way there. Most comedians love stand up, even though that's work getting on stage and practicing material for years. They love it. They love it. And that's how we are as artists. We love it. And yes, the lines absolutely get blurred when you turn it into a business. But then you also have to ask yourself why. Why is the business allowed to suffocate the creativity? Why is the creativity not allowed to influence the business? These are really important questions to ask as well. But at the end of the day, if you just want simple and you just want simple small talk on this practical tip... You have no business without your art. So make that a priority. Just make it a priority because, you know, what happens and what you'll see today in my reels is that I worked on a project for Sean and I, I made this painting for a novel he has written and also a screenplay that he has written and I turned it into a podcast idea. I turned it into my social media marketing this week. I'm turning it into a message for you. Just sitting down to create does so much that sometimes you're not even aware how many places it will go. This isn't something I did, quote unquote, for my business, but my business is my art. And so I was able to make it work in so many areas of 
the work that I do. And that's the beautiful part of creativity is that it surprises you practicing your creativity, stepping into those creative moments with that kind of commitment is what allows and invites more ideas to come which is really where the whole creative muse happens for me is sitting down and doing the work, even though I don't always feel like it or think I have the time for it. It always leads to something else. And so even though I know that and I'm saying that to you, there will still be the old habit of me, the one that has put my the business side and other administrative tasks, we'll call them at a higher priority than the art, that side started to take over. And now we just have to make a slight correction and say, no, you've shown yourself that you can keep talking about it. And if you don't make this commitment like you do showing up to your virtual classes, one of the reasons I attend live classes is because I know I'll show up. If I get back to a recording one day, sometimes I do, but many times I don't. And so I know how to sort of trick my brain into doing what it needs to do. And so sometimes signing up for a class, you know, we do these challenges as artists a lot, 30, 100 day challenges of creating work. It's all about the same effect of once you get that cycle going, once you start to develop that habit the rewards really, you know, the rewards are great. And not only the satisfaction you get from keeping your word to yourself, the development in your art, the consistent good feeling that just naturally coincides with practicing creativity. And, you know, this pride you have in seeing the the progress, possibly evolving into new a new artistic voice into new ideas. And so I just wanted to share this with you. I know I've touched upon this topic before and will again in the future because it's so important. And I was happy to know that it connected with you in a way that it reminded you that yes, especially if I'm an artist in business, it's time for me to make this a priority as well and to continue to be intentional about making time for my creativity. Making time for your art, however you want to phrase it, whatever will get you connected to why you started all of this to begin with, and to stay connected to that. Because when I make my art, everything else falls away. And by everything else, I mean, stress and concern or any feelings of imposter syndrome that like to reappear as as I grow into new territory. It all just sort of doesn't matter. It's like the most beautiful feeling of space and time, of freedom, of everything that I say that I want, that are also my values. It's the best. And why shouldn't we have more of whatever it is for you that just feels the best for you? Why shouldn't we have more of that in our lives? That's my question. We should. And I don't care if it's inappropriate to say should. If you want it, make it a priority For me, I definitely should be doing this in my life. 
And I intend to do exactly that. And as I close this episode, I also want to talk about what if you aren't keeping that commitment to yourself? What if the habit isn't just falling into place as quickly as you'd like? That's okay. That's called being a human being. There is ramp up time to developing these kinds of habits and renewing your commitment to what's most important for you in your life at this time. And certainly that also always has the right to change at at any time. But just having those honest conversations like I've talked about in this episode and then just be gentle with yourself. If you miss a day, if you miss a couple of days, just come back to it the next day and start again and give it time. It will eventually just become a part of who you are. And more than likely, I think many of you already do a great job of making your art just a part of who you are. I think for us who have entrepreneurial aspirations and really big vision and super high ambition that we sometimes excuse ourselves out of the art making for the business entrepreneurial side. And I know a lot of the artists who make time for art excuse themselves out of the business side so that they can make time for art. But what I want to suggest for you is that there can be a beautiful harmony there and why why shouldn't there be if we can create what we want and design the life and business that we want which i believe that we absolutely can then i will find one and create one with a harmony between both certainly there have absolutely been seasons for me and i'm coming to the close of one and starting a new one where i chose to put that aside and that's okay I made that choice. And like I said, it's been good for me because it's reminded me just how important creating art is for me in my life for many, many reasons, not just my business, but most importantly, just for my inner peace. So with all of that said, what are you making today? Let me know. I'm wishing you a beautiful creative Thursday. Let me know how it goes. Did I say number three is making it a habit? So set an intention to be more creative, to renew that commitment to your creative practice. Get really honest about what you value right now and what you want to prioritize and then commit to that. No excuses which number three will lead you to making it a daily habit. So consider learning more about habit trackers, having a digital habit tracker, study habits out there in the world. There are certain podcasts and conversations around this often. And as I have continued clarity on some new habits I'm putting into place, I will certainly speak about it more because I do think even with all the approaches to adding habits into your life, I do think there there are some incorrect approaches that aren't really going to support 
the habit if you're not working with your own brain chemistry on this and how your brain is built to want to have you, you know, keep everything familiar so that you can keep it safe. One tip I can share with you, something that I'm going to try, is that when you want to include a new habit in your life, insert it after one you've already created. Like I'm assuming most of us are really good at brushing our teeth every day. And so in the morning, after you brush your teeth, what's a new habit that you want to put in place? So maybe you brush your teeth, maybe you go sit down to make art. So inserting it into something that's already ingrained in you, my understanding is it gives it a little bit of a head start and it makes it very clear when is the time to insert that new habit and and you'll start to develop this rhythm. But just allow yourself the time, right? There are new neural pathways that will grow inside your inside of your brain as you begin to prioritize this new commitment to your art that you want to become a habit. It's really, really fascinating. And if it's felt like an uphill struggle sometimes, it's okay. It is for all human beings. And many humans have just figured out a way around that. And like I said, as I learn more, I will absolutely share more with you. There are a few habits that I'm wanting to put into place. And the other recommendation is to start super small, like making your bed every day. This is something that I do. If I don't do it, Sean does it. We love a made bed. Uh, It's one One uh, lesson I'm super thankful my mom gave me early. I've been making my bed since I was six years old. I love made bed. It's very, you feel very accomplished when you just make your bed. So whatever that would be for you, make your bed. There's actually a book out there, make your bed. Whatever that would be for you, then either start making your bed would be the first place to start to begin getting used to this idea of adding in a habit every day. And then if you already have that one, pick something else small. Like I was wanting to just drink more water thoughtfully throughout the day. That's pretty small. And then I'm wanting to add creativity in. And then there's a new meditative practice that I'm also wanting to add in. And there's there's a list because when you really allow yourself to start asking these questions and, you're, and you think about what would really support you in the life that you want and the vision you have for yourself, you're going to want to develop some new habits. And so this is just the beginning of that, but there are some quick tips for you as well in terms of getting that going. So let me know how it's going. And certainly you can start with Thursday. Creative Thursday is when you want to be creative. So let's go make smart. And until next time, friends, thanks for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops 
And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.